Welcome to the Filter Free Friday podcast. I am your host, Brittany Williams, and this is the podcast to remind you the distance between the life that you want to live and the life that you're currently living isn't nearly as big as you think. Happy Friday. Happy fall. I can officially say that now that it's October 1st and we're going off of the Brittany timeline, which is the accurate timeline. If you're living uh, in the, what, Northern Hemisphere? Um, for those of you Southern Hemisphere girlies who are just like living it up at the beginning of summer, I'm a little jealous. Even though fall is quite nice, it's just, it's a little bit rainy and dreary here in Portland. And, you know, the seasonal, what is it called? Seasonal affect disorder? Which, ironically, the acronym for that is SAD. When, when like, the, the, like, dreary weather makes you sad. I actually have a friend who used to live in Portland, and she loves, she loves an overcast, rainy day. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. I miss you and you should move back to Portland. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, Because Portland's perfect for like the cozy, rainy weather. We're not here to talk about weather. No one wants to sit and listen to the podcast to talk about weather. We'll move off of that. I'm getting ready to take Blake on her first uh, trip across the country. Um, I'm nervous about it. Uh, Everyone tells me not to be nervous about it. I wasn't really that nervous about the flight. I was more nervous about like the actual trip. Like when once we get there, the fact that I'm going to be spending 24-7 over the course of like four days with like in an uncontrolled environment outside of my house just gives me nervousness and anxiety. I wasn't really as nervous about the plane until... I just recently looked up our seats and I don't know what I was smoking. I don't actually smoke. That's just a saying. I don't know what I was smoking to make me think that we should get window and middle seats the entire way there and the entire way back. I want to cringe just thinking about it. So I need you to send out a slight prayer. If prayer is not your thing, then maybe a bat signal, you know, maybe some incense, maybe just some, some good vibes, some good mojo my way because... Me and my baby and my husband will be sitting middle and window for this cross-country flight both directions. I'm just hoping that I can flash my smile, my my big smile to the person sitting win- sitting aisle and be like, do you want to change? Because here's the thing. After we get up for the sixth time, they're going to be like, let me just take the aisle. You know? But maybe not. Who knows? I could be completely wrong. At the end of the day, I, you try not to have anxiety. But sometimes when like you tell someone not to have anxiety and they suffer from postpartum anxiety or just any flavor of anxiety, it's like it's like standing in the rain and telling you, don't get wet. Don't get wet. What, what am I supposed to do, Sally? What am I? Oh, thanks. It's like when I was running in cross country and track and people would be like, run faster, go faster, catch her. Do you know how unhelpful yelling run faster is in a track race? Like, what do you think I'm trying to do? What what amazing insight that you bring, you know, Joe. Thanks. Thanks, Joe. Run faster. That's what it feels like when someone tells me, don't be, don't, don't worry to to a professional warrior. At this point, I'm a professional warrior about anything that could go wrong anything if it's in my control I had a friend once tell me that I would be the person that you want to be with if the world was ending if whatever bad is happening is out of my control I'm good I'm Gucci because it's not my fault like I'm I got my shit together it's not my fault that like the aliens are attacking not my fault but if I stub my toe if I if something small happens to me I have a hangnail 
Do you know what I'm saying? Something bad happens to me that I could have prevented. You don't want to be anywhere near me because I'm miserable. I'm a mess and I'm angry. And so I feel a little bit that's how my anxiety is. It's just that I'm trying to control. I'm not trying to control the uncontrollables. I'm not, I'm not irrational. I'm just trying to control what I can control. And I maybe have an inflated vision of what I can control. That's my honest, that's my flavor of anxiety. What's yours? What's your flavor? But my flavor is, I know that I can't control what I can't control. But Lord knows, I will try to control 100% of what I can. <laughs> that's, that's me to a T, honey, to a T. So things will be okay. Things will be fine. And if they're not fine, you'll hear about it on the podcast next week. <laughs> if they're not fine, next week's podcast will be my therapy session. Okay? But this week, that's not what we're here to talk about. This week, I want to talk about the common saying and sentiment and belief in the fitness industry that you should never miss a Monday. Never miss a Monday, they say. Well, you want to know what I say? I say never miss a Tuesday. I say never miss a Tuesday. And here's my thoughts on that sentiment. Never miss a Monday. Why do people say that? Well, one Monday's the start of the week. The idea that you should be starting your week off strong, starting your week off with a positive. And if you struggle with workout motivation, they're going to say, you want to make sure that you get it in at the start of the week so that you can ride that momentum. Sure. Sure. That's fine. That's one thing they say. The second thing is Mondays tend to be really stressful, right? So the idea that a Monday workout could help unpack some of that stress Okay. Okay, we can get on we can get on board with that. I can I can I can approve of that. But here's what people forget. Mondays are, like I just said, the most stressful day of the week for a good portion of the population. And so having this stigma in your head that you have to have the most perfect workout or a workout in general on a Monday is stressful for me. And it might be stressful for you too. Back when I worked a corporate job, Mondays were some of the longest days. There was a period where my boss had, uh, or actually it was like my boss's boss's boss, had like an 8 a.m. meeting, like team meeting every single week. And it threw such a wrench in everyone because like even 8.30, 8.45 would have been easier than trying to make an 8 a.m. meeting every single week, which by the way, he was late for often. So like a little annoying, but like Mondays are stressful. Mondays were always jam packed with meetings. My inbox is always full on Monday. I'm always getting client requests, right? Like it's always just, if you've got kids and you're trying to get kids out the door, that transition from like a Sunday, we're hanging out at home. And then suddenly you have to go back to your more structured work week. I can't imagine, or school week, I should say, I have to imagine there's just a little bit of resistance in a Monday. I don't care really what your job is unless you work completely atypical hours and you're off on Monday. Whatever the first day of your week is, you most likely run up against a little resistance. And so the idea that you also have to work out on that day is exhausting to me. Because sometimes... 
like on Saturdays and Sundays, I have more time. So I tend to also have harder workouts on the weekends because I have more time. Rob can watch Blake or even before we had a baby. Like it was just I had more time to like just be, you know, and then transitioning to a busy Monday, I'm most likely tired, exhausted, probably haven't hydrated enough. You know, I want to catch, I probably stayed up late watching a Sunday night HBO show because those are the best shows on television. You can't fight me on that. Like Mondays are already stressful enough. I don't think you have to force a good workout. That's why I say never miss a Tuesday because Tuesday, no one, Tuesdays, there's no, no, Tuesday's unremarkable. Do you know, there's nothing to talk about on a Tuesday. But it's not hellish. It's not Monday. You know, Thursday, Friday, you might have plans. Never miss a Tuesday. It just, to me, in my head, Tuesdays are strong days. Tuesdays are days to get after the work. If you work out on Monday, great. But do not feel obligated. And look, all of this is like a metaphor, it's like some grand metaphor that there's no set in stone way to work out. I don't want you to try to strum up all of this motivation at 6 p.m. on a Monday when you're exhausted from the workday. I just want you to enjoy your workout. And if I can get you to enjoy your workout, however you do that, however you find enjoyment in it, you'll stick with it long term. And I have just found over the course of my life, Mondays suck ass. And know what sucks ass even more than a Monday? Forcing a workout on a Monday when you don't want to be there. So here's a fun fact. If you don't want to work out on a Monday, don't. Work out on Tuesday. Make it happen on Tuesday. Because Tuesdays for most people are less stressful than Mondays. And this whole thing about, oh, you have to start your work, your week off right. I I call bullshit. I call bullshit. It's kind of like those people who like, you know, say that you have to make your bed every single day. I don't do it because I don't have the time. Like when I was teaching class, well, for also, first of all, when I was teaching 6 a.m. classes, like workouts, my husband was still in bed. So what am I supposed to do? Just make my own little half, like just boop. Just just roll my covers up as if he's not going to roll in two seconds. Just roll over and ruin the whole thing. Like, no. No. I'm sorry. You should not be forced to have this perfect morning routine. You should not be forced to work out on a Monday. And you're not forced, right? No one's forcing you to do those things. I guess the word is you shouldn't feel pressured to be a morning person. You shouldn't be pressured to be the kind of person who can strum up the motivation to go to a gym on a Monday if it's hard for you. You've got to recognize where there's natural friction in your schedule that will not change. And instead of fighting that friction, go with it. If every Monday you have an 8 a.m. meeting with your boss and it really stresses you out, the idea of having to wake up 30, 45 minutes earlier to get to work earlier and having to work out before that, don't stop stressing yourself out. There's no point if working out is one of the best things you can do to help relieve your stress. There's no point in putting so much pressure on yourself that you are causing stress around said workout. The minute your workout gets emotionally stressful, you need to change something. 
The minute your workout becomes a chore, you need to change something. I'm not saying you just get to not work out. I'm not saying that you just get to go through the motions. No, you're still going to have to get out, out and after the work. But can you change your schedule? Can you change the type of activity you're doing? You know, maybe Mondays you have to work out on Mondays because your off days have to be on Sundays because of some other reason that I'm not going to get into and we all have our own little things. But then can you make Monday the most fun workout of the week? If you absolutely hate arms, but you log into the sweat app and you log in and Monday, the first day of the week is always arms. Did I say you hate arms? Yeah, let's pretend like you hate arms. You hate arms, you log into the sweat app, and the workout is arms. Do legs. Don't do some workout that you, that you hate on days that you're already stressful. Make it fun and enjoyable. I'm kind of going through some weird phenomenon where pre-pregnancy and during pregnancy, arms were my favorite body part to work. Give me a chest and triceps day. My favorite. My favorite. Give me a back day. Let me pump up those biceps. And I couldn't really do a lot of leg work, at least with dumbbells. A lot of it was body weight when I was pregnant because I had pelvic uh, pelvic pain. And it's so funny. Now that I'm on the other side of that, I'm like, if I never did another shoulder press, I would be happy. If I never had to row a weight, I'd be happy. If I had to do squats and lunges for the rest of my life, chef's kiss. Not really, but like in my head, I cannot, I can't, I have to physically talk myself through and, and pump myself up every time I go into an upper body workout these days. I still do them, but they require all of the momentum and inertia that I've got on the inside to muster up a smile on those days. So you want to know what I'm not doing on Mondays, the most stressful day of the week? I'm not doing arms. Absolutely not. I'm doing legs. I'm doing something that I want to do. So on those days, and maybe again, this is all metaphorical, like I said, it's on those days that you're stressed, that you're busy, that the schedule is completely jam-packed to the gills, and you look down at your schedule, your planner, whatever, your goals, whatever it was, and today you had something to do in your workout, and if the concept of doing that feels big, it feels heavy, it feels hard, I want you to stop and ask yourself, can I do it tomorrow? Effectively, can I do it Tuesday? Because you can miss a Monday, but you don't miss Tuesday. You can miss your workouts on the days where everything feels like it's heavy and it's falling apart. But then the next day, I'll be damned if you don't get up off your ass and get moving. And that doesn't have to be your best workout either. But you at least get up and go for a walk. Okay, you at least get up and have a mild, you, you, you walk a little bit faster up your stairs, right, to go get your kids out of bed. I don't know what it is, but you can take the Monday off. You have my permission, but you get after it on, on Tuesday. You can miss a Monday. Mondays suck. We don't miss Tuesdays around here. We don't, we're not going to miss two days in a row, but I want to give you that permission to relax, to chill. Because often what I'm finding as I get older that Saturday and Sunday or whatever your weekend days are, are built to be the relaxation days. And I get to Monday and I'm like, I need a weekend from my weekend. The more I have friends who have older kids who are in sports, 
who spend their entire Saturdays and Sundays sitting on the sidelines or you have a soccer match or they're sitting in a, in, a, in a gym at a volleyball tournament. It's not that they're doing anything. It's not like that's hard. It's not hard sitting on your ass watching your kid, you know, Susie Q miss her 17th goal because she's four and she'd rather be picking dandelions than she would be, you know, scoring a goal in the soccer match. She doesn't even understand the concept of a, of a goalie or a goal at that age. It's not like that's difficult. But it is draining. Time, t- things that take your time are allowed to be draining. And if you've been away from the house all day, you struggled to get your kids out of the house starting at 8 a.m. this morning, and then you had to drive an hour for like basketball practice, and then there was ballet, and then there was the jazz recital, and then there was little Timmy's birthday party at the pool down the street, and you didn't get back home till 6 p.m., and you probably haven't had any protein to eat, and you went through the McDonald's drive through and you were trying to be good, so you got the kids McDonald's, but you didn't get anything, and you ended up eating your little kids leftover chicken nuggets because you're freaking starving but they were cold and disgusting and you should have just ordered something at mcdonald's anyways for yourself because it would have been warm and tasty and delightful and now you get home and you're exhausted and you're underfed and you're probably underhydrated, and all you want to do is turn on your tv and binge watch i don't know survivor but instead you're like god i should work out but you're absolutely freaking miserable maybe you take the day off or maybe or maybe you do go you do work out you do you do it you're a go-getter you're like you know I'm exhausted it's Sunday night I'm gonna work out because it's gonna make me feel good what about on Monday though because then you have to go to work and you're so exhausted from your Saturday and Sunday following little Timmy around this pool at his swim party that you take off Monday that's fine that's fine I know, I know this does sound like no shit, which is really what we should title this podcast. No shit, Brittany, I knew that. But here's the thing, no shit, you knew that, yet you're beating yourself up about having to take an off day or starting the week in a hole or not, or not starting the week on a strong point. Stop beating yourself up. Stop beating yourself up. Mondays can be chill. Sundays can be chill. If Some people believe that the week starts on Sundays, so like if that's you, I get it. When I back when I was running all the time, I would Sundays were for long runs like that was like the thing. And I always would start my week on a Sunday like when I like tracked my mileage because it was my highest mileage day. So it felt good because I was like, oh, I got the bulk of my mileage already done for the week. Sometimes it's all just about the mental tricks. That's really what this podcast is here to remind you of like you got to trick yourself into finding ways to be motivated. But when you're not motivated, stop forcing it. And stop feeling like you have to, you know, for example, do workouts in the order in which they're written. People DM me all the time and they're like, oh my God, today the sweat scheduler says that I have to do full body strength today and I don't have heavy dumbbells because I'm traveling. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, when are you home? And they're like, tomorrow. And I'm like, bitch, just do it tomorrow. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. You know, or like if you miss a week in a program, just go back, honey. Oh, I miss week six. Do I go on to week seven? Well, how many workouts of week six did you do? One. Go back. What are we what are we trying to do here? Well, you're hopefully going to work out for the rest of your life. I think you can you can afford one week to go back and redo something. You know, I just wish people would myself included on if we're being honest 
give themselves more grace to take off days, to have calm days, to do 30-minute workouts, to do 20-minute workouts. Like I know, uh, I've always known this, right? Like it's, but again, as I think I've gotten older, I just realize how much of my life these sort of conversations are like taking up in my head. Like I've always believed that a 15, 20, 30 minute workout is important. I've always believed that rest days are important. But now that I have a kid, I'm like, holy shit, they're not important. They're vital. They're a requirement. Like I don't necessarily think like one to two rest days a week is just for your muscles anymore. It's for your brain because you know what? There's going to be times in your schedule when you can't work out and you need to be able to have baked into your workout plan the flexibility to take that day off. And if that day is a Monday, I want you to know that there's no hustle culture police that's going to come after you. There's no hustle culture police that's going to come knocking on your door and say, it's Monday and you didn't work out today. And if, if there were, if there were someone to come knocking on my door and be like, Brittany, you didn't start your week off on the right foot. You didn't make your bed this morning. You know what I would say? But I'll do it on a Tuesday. Okay, because Mondays, Mondays are when I get my work done. It's when I'm sitting at my computer getting my little emails typing. It's when I make my money okay I'll work out on Tuesday never miss a Tuesday that's my new motto again metaphorical maybe your Tuesday is Wednesday I don't know I don't know I don't know what your schedule is but just for the average the average Joe the average Jane never miss a Tuesday miss Monday if you want miss it it's totally fine no one's gonna come after you I'm going to miss this Monday. This this podcast comes out on Tuesday or on Friday. And then the Monday after that, I will be on a plane from 5 a.m. in the morning till till noon. But it'll be a lot longer than that because it'll really be, let me do the math, 2 a.m. Portland time to noon Portland time. So when I get home and I have a cranky baby and I have dirty laundry to do and I have no good groceries in the store and I'm exhausted, do you think I'm going to work out? Hell no. I'm going to say, hey, Rob, let's order, you know, takeout and some ice cream and let's plop on the couch and watch some TV. We're in the middle of watching. What are we watching? We're watching Veep. Like, I know that's been around, but we like started watching it and it's great. I love it. I love uh, Julia. What the freak is her name? Elaine. You know, it's Elaine from <laughs> from Seinfeld. <laughs> and we're watching Alone, which is an amazing TV show. Uh even if you're not an outdoorsy person, it is a fascinating TV show. It's on the History Channel. And I think that's all we're watching at the moment. Oh, and Rob's watching Survivor, but that's not for me. I just kind of, you know, pop in and pop out with those. But I I can't. I Survivor also went to 90-minute episodes. I'm sorry. I told Rob the only way I can handle 90-minute episodes of Survivor is if the last 30 minutes is a true behind the scenes because every time I watch an episode of Survivor I just want to know how many cranes did it take to build this to build this maze right or like where where does Jeff sleep during all this does he have a house 
like I know he does, but like you know, where what does production look like? Like where what's what is the bathroom situation like here? I wish they give you thirty minutes of a true behind the scenes. I don't need thirty more minutes of like drama at camp between you know Kristen and Jeanette. I don't need it. What I need to know is how you came up with these team names. Who hides, you know, the advantages? And like, that, that, that's the kind of stuff that I need. I need, you know, who's scouting these areas? Do you own this land in Fiji? Or are you renting it? For how much? Like, those are the kind of questions I have. I no longer care about the game. I care about the construct of how Survivor is on season 45. I need to know the background on that. So anyways, that's my thought on Survivor going to 90 minutes I know you really I know that's exactly why you logged on to this podcast today to know my thoughts on Survivor going to 90 minutes (laughs) oh goodness um have a good week you guys I guess it's Friday have a good weekend and then have a good week and if you miss Monday it's okay here's a here's a fun fact there will be plenty of other Mondays that you can work out or you can miss you have my permission to do what you need to do to live your best life and that does not mean that you have to work out on a Monday okay it also you don't have to work out today look at me being a fitness trainer just being like eh 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 if you want to work out you can work out no you got to work out more days than not okay Just don't feel like it has to be at a certain time, at a certain place, with a certain weight, in a certain way. Make your workout yours. That is the way that you'll keep doing it for forever. And fun fact, yes, you are going to have to work out for forever. Okay? Not maybe, it's going to, the workout's going to look different when you're 90. It's going to be a walk to the mailbox and back. And then you're going to have to probably sit on your couch and, and take a breather. But that's fine. That still counts in my book. Okay? All right. I love you guys. You're wonderful uh pray for me and my cross-country flights (laughs) and go have a happy filter-free friday